We're delving deeper into the world of mining and engineering. From the coalface with Martin Creamer. Well, it's that time again on a Friday when Updated Noon presents another update from the coalface with Martin Creamer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, Sakina. So South Africa's hydrogen roadmap uh, just released. Uh, it bodes well for economic growth and social well-being. You know, it was fantastic to listen to a rendition of what they're now calling the Hydrogen Society Roadmap to emphasize the role that people will play there. And of course, you know, the introduction of hydrogen is around keeping the planet clean and saving us here from burning up. And it was presented at the Northwest Province, and there was a, uh, an investment conference on mining and energy. And I must say the Department of Science and Innovation really spelled this out very well. And they gave us the comprehensive picture that has been building up for the last 15 years because this is not a new thing from the department. They've been working on this. They've been getting skills behind it. They've been getting graduates behind it. We've already produced you know, hydrogen from solar power, the, the green way. And they were saying that, you know, there's six government departments behind this, but more than 50 organizations have been engaged. And these include, of course, Eskim and Transnet and the Central Energy Fund, but also big companies, Anglo-American and NG, an international company, and many others who are creating a hydrogen corridor here so that we can get going on what hydrogen can provide. And really what it does provide is clean energy that you can do so much with. And of course, we use the sun and the wind to get that green hydrogen. And then they turn that green hydrogen into electricity, which could be for driving your car. It can be for giving you normal lights. And some of the buildings they were talking about are already doing that. They use fuel cells. But a big point they mentioned was that this is taking place in the Northwest, which supplies 45% of the world's platinum group metals. And platinum group metals and the hydrogen economy go arm in arm. And we know that the world over, they're talking now about moving over to hydrogen instead of using, you know, the intensive carbon-based fuels and energy sources, fossil fuel related. Martin, South Africa's coal exports last year plummeted uh, to their lowest level in 26 years. Yes, this was the report coming through from the Richards, Richards Bay Coal Terminal, the the, um, the Richards Bay coal terminal exports the huge uh, coal volumes that go out of South Africa. These have been earning South Africa fortune over the years, but they took a massive knock this time round. Instead of the budgeted 77 million tons going out, you know, only 58 million tons went out, 18 million tons short, and that is a lot of dollars, I can tell you. And the problem was that there were so many disruptions on the line that the railing of the product to the port could not even reach the uh, Richards Bay Coal Terminal in the volumes that it should because of the cable theft. And they were lamenting this as really a big blow to South Africa, but also saying they'd beaten it. And this was the great news coming through that the signs are now clear that they have frightened off these cable thieves 
by using very high technology, they, the number of drones that are going over there are really large in number. And they've doubled up on, on the daily security. But at night, the, the industry, the private sector, is, has provided a night force to come through there. And the combination of these two is giving Richards Bay Coal Terminal and Transnet great confidence that this will change this year and that they will go back to that bigger figure and they're projecting 70 million tons for, for this year and they're doing it with what I found a lot of confidence that they've overcome this terrible cable, cable theft uh, situation that kept so much coal away and lost South Africa so much money on the international market. Uh, but um, there's belief that green iron could possibly help South Africa offset uh, that fall in the coal export revenue, Martin. Yes, you see, the world is cold-shouldering coal. They they don't want to use coal products. Uh, they don't want to use products that are made from uh, electricity that is coal-based. They, 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 they're wanting to go away from it because they have to fight climate change. And so the outlook is that eventually you know, the use of coal is going to continue to decline. But what was projected this week is that there's so many other things that can take its place on the export front. And one of them that was isolated was our iron ore. Now, we've already got high-quality iron ore, but we process this, this iron using coking coal. And what they're saying is that as we're producing more hydrogen, we will then use green hydrogen to produce and process this iron. So we will take a step, a big step in South Africa, which will be appreciated around the world. The moment you've got something green these days, people want it and they're prepared to pay more for it. And so the plan is to get what they call green hydrogen out and in big volumes so that when it gets into the world market, the steel process, when they make the steel, it can also be done in a green manner, in a clean manner. And this will give us a lot of benefit in that as the coal demand falls, the expectation is that our green product demand is going to lift and take that place. Martin, thanks so much. Martin Kremer is publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly, and he'll be back with another edition of At the Coalface, same time next Friday.